Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 hello. So excited to do another podcast for you all. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries San Diego, and I'm excited. I'm elated. I'm just happy in Jesus that God is doing some great things for us, and I'm hoping that God is doing some great things for you. I believe God is doing some great things. Even during this time, God is showing himself to be strong. God is showing who he really is. He's an awesome God. And for that, we're grateful. And so I'm just all all pumped up, excited for another podcast. Full of Life Ministry San Diego is on the map. And and God is reaching a lot of different people, a lot of different audiences. And I'm just really, really enthused. And excited what God is doing. And so continue to pray for us because God is doing some great things. And uh, let's let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we're going to go right into the podcast. We're going to get right into it. Um, I hope you got your paper and pen available so you can write some good uh, things down to kind of go over and and study and learn and, and understand who you are and whose you are in Christ Jesus. And so today's episodes i don't know if it's the seventh or the sixth it doesn't really matter but hopefully you guys are staying with us as we as as we're on this journey to what god has for us and tonight's episode is entitled the power of a made-up mind and that just excites me all together because guarantee you sometimes we get weary in well-doing and our mind gets weary and the power is not exuded in our lives and so guess what we're not living that victorious life we're not really focused on our present and our future in the way that we should and so i believe to tonight's or today's episode will encourage you and inspire you to do some great things in jesus so today's episode is entitled the power of a made-up mind Now, I want to get into this really, really quick because, listen, greatness often is understood by experience because some people view greatness based on their exposure. I mean, think about this. You can think you are the greatest of all time in your own zip code until you travel the world and realize that there is something greater than you. Because oftentimes, vision has to do with our perception of greatness, of what greatness is. What is the important what is the important for us to understand is whatever season God is moving us into, which we believe he is moving us into a new season. It's a, it's really, really important not to bring the residue from past situations into a new season. And it, right now, especially in 2020, it is so critical right now that you are able to deal with the pain and the issues of the past so that you do not taint this incredible season that God wants to move you into. Because there is a great thing that God is getting ready to do. Now there's a scripture in Isaiah, the 42nd chapter in the ninth verse, and it says, the things announced in the past, he says to look, because they've already happened, but I'm declaring, somebody say new things, because they even appear I tell you all about them. What God is saying is that there are some amazing things that are getting ready to happen for you, but he needs us to properly deal with those things in our past because they are over. I want you guys to to 
Say that with me. They are over. Whatever happened in the past, they are over. So you have to get ready because God is going to tell you some things before they even happen. He is going to tell you what he's getting ready to do in your life. Listen, man, I got to stop right there because I do have some announcements for you all and we're going to get right into that. But in order to have a made-up mind and have the power of a made-up mind, we're going to get into some real key key topics. But before we get into that, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the power of a made-up mind. Hi guys, I'm Christopher. You may know me. You may have heard of me. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries San Diego Podcast. And I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and you would like to donate, you can. Head over to Instagram at Phil Gale Howard and scan the QR code on the second slide of the most recent post. You can use a QR scanning app or you could just point your camera at it if you have another device that has a camera function. And it'll take you to either PayPal or Venmo where you can donate. Now the money is going to be used to provide for the homeless and the less fortunate and those who have been negatively uh, affected by the ongoing pandemic, whether it be job loss or whatever the case may be. It'll be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for your time. All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. And so we're going to get right into our episode, The Power of a Made-Up Mind. And so I want you guys to understand God's word has spoken over our lives. But before we could get into all of the things that God has in store for us, we have to understand what this power of a made-up mind is. So in order to have this power of a made-up mind, the first thing you have to focus on that you have to be ready to move into another season. Now, you know, think about moving. Just think about when you have to move from one house to another house. There's a lot of collecting of things that you do need to take with you. And there's some things that you need to kind of leave back or take it to the Goodwill or just put it in the trash and let the company take it away. But you have to get ready for the move because there's some things that God wants you to experience in your new season. But you got to get ready. You got to get ready. You got to get your mind right. You got to get your soul right. You got to get your thoughts right. You got to get everything ready. And there's a scripture in Philippians, the third chapter in the 13th and 14th verse. And it reads, it says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of this thing. But one thing I do, I'm going to forget what is behind me and I'm going to strain toward what is ahead. He says, I will press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me. Heavenward in Christ Jesus. So there's a strain that goes on. There's a strain. There's a push. There's, it's not easy. I will admit that it's not going to be easy. This journey that you're going to be on is not going to be easy. When you have to move from one house to another house, it's not easy. It's a lot of work and you dread it, but it's necessary in order for you to experience the power that God wants to do in your life. So in that scripture that I just read, Paul was saying, that he recognizes that you had a past, but he doesn't want you to allow what has happened to you to influence the present to the point that it cripples what God is about to do in your life. See, God doesn't want you to have amnesia and act like nothing ever happened, but he wants you to recognize that you must properly deal 
with those issues of the past so they don't paralyze the promise of God over your life. You know what? The enemy's job, though, is to paralyze your growth in God. Just think about the many moments that has happened that has made you feel and believe that there is no way that you can conquer, that you can't win. I mean, think about the anger, the envy, the jealousy, the pride, forgiveness, and even past hurts, and even present hurts. I mean, I know the list goes on and on and on. Paralyze. Paralyzed by the situation. Now, I want you guys to understand what that definition of the word paralyzed. It means something incapable of movement. You listen, listen, people, people of God and everyone that's listening. You must probably properly deal with these kinds of issues. You can't drag it to the new home. You can't drag it into the new season. You can't drag it, drag it around on your job and and, and amongst your family, you have to deal with those things properly. And you have to have that made of mind so that you can deal with the real. Paul says you must reach and strain forward to those things which are ahead. I mean, you got to stretch for it. I mean, you got to reach for it. But you ask me the question, well, what am I reaching for? It means, simply means that you are pressing towards a goal. See, in Proverbs, the 13th chapter, the 16th verse, it says, all who are prudent act with knowledge. But guess what? Fools expose their folly. Sometimes it is better to say nothing at all than to say anything, because that shows prudence. So the wise thing to do under certain circumstances could be to keep your mouth shut. I'm not saying it like literally keep your mouth shut. You know what I mean? Especially if you're in trouble and the only prudent thing to say might be, I'm sorry. Someone who is being prudent is careful and wise in handling practical matters and is ex exercising good judgment or basic common sense. Now you guys, I know there's so many people that don't even have basic common sense. They got book knowledge, but they don't even have basic common sense. This is basically what being prudent is. So the first thing is you have to understand you have to get ready to move into your new season. But now the second thing you need to really focus on is that you have to expand your mind and the vision for your life. I'm going to say that one more time. You have to expand your mind. That means open your mind and the vision that God has for your life. There's a scripture in Isaiah 54 and 2. It says, enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back, lengthen your cords and straighten, strengthen your stakes. See, that's a very kind of weird scripture to many of us because, you know, when they talk back in those days, that's what they would talk about, about tents because they didn't have houses. But they understood that in order to open the capacity of the tent, they had to enlarge that place so more things can enter in. So Isaiah is writing about people who are craving meaning in their life 
What he's saying is, is that a day will come when God will ask something incredible of you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. God is ready to do a bigger thing. God has a bigger plan for your work. God has a bigger purpose. But for that to take place, you must enlarge your capacity for God. See, the number one purpose God had in creating us was for us to know God in an intimate relationship. And the second reason God created us was to make himself known through us, making room to grow. So I want you guys to kind of inhale, exhale. I'm going to do that one more time. Inhale, exhale. See how I enlarge my chest when I breathe in. But God wants us to enlarge our mind. So then guess what? When you enlarge, you make things grow. You make things expand. It actually opens your mind for greater thoughts. That's the number two thing. We have to expand our minds and the vision that God has for our life. Number three, you have to stretch your commitment to God. See, stretching has the tendencies to cause some pain. Woo. I want to stop here real quick because I have some people that I know in my life that when they have to stretch and they have to work out, it causes great pain. They don't like it. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. The soreness comes after you worked out and you expanded your muscles. You you used your muscles and now you're sore and, and then that pain has to force you to force you to stretch your muscles so then that can loosen up the tightness that's in your life. Well, that's what happens when you commit to something. It has a tendency to cause pain. So when you stretch, you are working a certain types of muscle. So in order for us to stretch ourselves to what God asks us to become, it's going to require some pain. There's no way of getting around it. On our part, both as a people, we have to understand there's there's something that God has for our lives. And so we have to be able to be committed to this thing. I mean committed. That means that no matter what winds blow in your life, no matter what, what troubles come into your life, you have to understand I'm going to be committed. And that means my mind will be made up to focus on no matter what troubles may come in my life. I'm going to focus on the promise that God has for my life. Because when we allow God to stretch our commitment, there is no end to the potential of what what can happen because of God working in our lives. But what is the goal? See, it is the thing that God has promised you. This is the thing that God has ahead of you. It is something God wants to do in your life. And this is something that God wants to manifest in your life. Because right now, if you just think about it, you are in a place. And this place is not the goal. But you clearly understand the goal. Between you and the goal, there is always, will be, resistance. The goal is before you. And the resistance is that you're going to have to work to get there. And as long as the goal is of God, the devil will cause resistance between you and the goal. Rather than getting upset about it, rather than yelling at your dog or your cat because of the resistance, 
you should thank God for the resistance because the resistance would not come if the goal was not of God. And that's why we have to press towards that goal. We had read that earlier. We had talked about that earlier is that when you press is where we get the word pressure, which means the resistance is pressure aimed at resisting you and preventing you from getting to the goal. Now your pressure is greater than the resistance coming at you. Isn't that interesting? And pressure, now that you have the goal, the resistance, and where you are, many of us don't deal with well with pressure because we want to know why this is happening to us. Think about the successful people and the people who are, are just striving to get to their goal is because they understand that it's part of the journey. It's part of the cause. It's to make you, not to make you bitter, it's to make you better. It's to not to make you angry, but it gives you that determination to say no matter what comes, that you're going to be an overcomer. Jesus says in John chapter 16, verse 33, he says, he says, guess what? In this world, you're going to have to deal with some trouble. He says, but be of good cheer because I have already overcome the world. What he was saying is that he had to have that made of mind that every circumstances that he was going to be faced with, he knew that he was going to face it head on and not be worried about the resistance because he knew that was part of the plan. And every time that he got a little weak, guess what he did? He prayed. He prayed to the Father. And I want to encourage you, when you get a little weak, when you get a little tired, when you get a little sick and tired of the situation, you got to pray. You got to get on your knees and start talking to God. And God understands that this journey is not going to be easy, but he's trying to build you up and not to tear you down. Because guess what? We have work to do. We All of us have work to do, but we have to let go of our past. See, God has given us a clean slate, but we continually to torture ourselves. Because think about it. When he gave us the clean slate, when he says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, he says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things, old things, old thoughts, old behaviors are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. All things are new. So listen, stop beating yourself up over the things that you have, re have repented for. God will forgive you. Because, see, we dwell on the past and we are still dwelling with the past. But God is saying, I've forgiven you. I mean, think about it. This is like moving air through a dirty filter. Even though something new and fresh is coming through the filter, it still comes out dirty because of the filth it has to flow through. So we have to understand when you beat yourself up, all it is is that God is trying to purify you. He's trying to regulate your mind. He's trying to free you and to let you know that he is a for, he is a forgiving God and he will set you free and he'll get you to your destination safely in Jesus name. There's other things like you have to stop letting people make you feel guilty about your past. Oh man, people like to bring up people's past. I don't know why because they got a past too. But they like to bring it up to keep you down so then that way your thought is not 
clearly seen or felt. There's a scripture in Romans 8 and 1 that says, Therefore there, therefore now there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. We will do this after the Spirit. We, we walk after the Spirit. We are pursuing greatness. That's what we are doing. We are pursuing greatness. And so what Jesus is saying in his word, that there's no condemnation who are in Christ Jesus. Because there is a goal, not in my flesh, but in the spirit. So you have to have a hunger and thirst for it. What separates you from mediocrity is being hungry for it. You have to live it and it has to be a part of who you are. The goal in which we pursue, we do so in the spirit and not in our flesh. So there are some key factors that I want to leave with you uh, today on this podcast that we have to rely on the spirit of God to help us and to keep us. We must build on past successes and learn from our past failures. Because see, failures are only temporary tests to prepare you for permanent trials. So set your goals for yourself so that you can live in freedom. You got to set goals. You got to set goals. And I want you to think about a goal like a target. Find how you missed the mark. Think of a goal as a target. The bullseye is the area with the most points in the middle of the target. It is 100 points. You aim at the 100, but sometimes you may hit 80 or 20. And if you don't aim for 100, you will hit zero every time. Every time you get up, you ought to be aiming at 100. Never allow yourself to think you're only worth the 20. Even the relationships, aim for the 100. You are worth a hundred. And if you don't aim for the hundred, you may end up with zero or nothing. So you have to understand that there's a target that we have to focus on with our made up mind each and every day. So strive to hit the bullseye every single time. And then you have to set up some goals, some new goals. See in Proverbs 29 and 18, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. You ask me the question, well, what is vision, Pastor Phil? Have you ever had something revealed to you in the spirit and you felt that nobody around you would understand it? How many of you reading something or thinking something and telling this would make people around you think that you were crazy? Ever saw something in the spirit and didn't have the money for it? All of this vision, I want you to understand you have to keep believing it and keep seeing it. You got to keep keep that vision in front of you with the made of mind in order for you to succeed in this world. Because you will. And as you striving, uh, strive each and every day, you're going to get to your destination. But you have to believe. You have to trust God. And lean not to your own understanding. And in all your ways, you have to acknowledge him. And he will help you with your made up mind. And you'll get to your destination safely in Jesus name.
Now I want you guys to understand. I want you to understand something. This is a critical moment in your life. You realize that you have to get ready, but it won't happen until you discover the power of laying a foundation for greatness. See, it's about your mind being right to receive it. Whoever is out here that's listening to this podcast, this is not about you. It, it really is not. It's not about you. So every time when you focus on you, guess what? You don't have the right mind. You don't have the right foundation laid for greatness. It's not about you. It's all about him. Now, I want you guys to understand that God has some great things in store for you. But let's get our mind made up. Let's get that power from on high. Let's not try to do it ourselves. Let's not try to implement power that we don't have for ourselves. See, the, the talents and the abilities that God has given us is not ours. It's his. And when you use it in the right way, with the right mindset, greatness will happen to you in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this broadcast. We thank you for this time that we can study about how we can be great in you and how we can help others and how we can be that light in this dark world. We need more people with their minds made up to live for you and to serve you and to follow you and to be blessed by you. And so that all glory belongs to you when we, ha when we have our minds made up. So help us, oh God, in the areas that we lack and help us to be more like you and less of us. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, this is Pastor Phil signing off. Hope you enjoyed that. The power of a made-up mind. Once again, whatever you got out of this podcast, please, please share the podcast. It is helping many, many people. And I believe that when you share it, God ultimately will continue to bless your life. Once again, we are just asking for donations, whatever you can give to Full of Life Ministries San Diego, please. We also have a new cash app. We have a cash app. And on the cash app is simply the dollar sign Full of Life SD. You go into there, give whatever God puts on your heart. It's going to be a blessing for us. And I'm excited. I hope that we continue to grow as a, as a, as a group of people. So God, you know who's out there to support us, but give from your heart. We don't want no obligation, but we want you to give with the right intentions. So I'm about to sign off. Love you all with the love of Christ. Uh, let's do this. Let's continue to do this and let's continue to follow Jesus. And let's continue to be positive in Jesus' name. God bless.